In today's climate regarding the LGBT plus community, I find myself thinking we've gone back about 20 years after all of the progress that has been made in support of our community. That has me thinking about when I came out almost 20 years ago. Today, June 13th, is also mine and Martha's first date anniversary, and that makes this episode and story more special to me. So let's go. Welcome to Living My Restless Life podcast. I'm your host, HPG. In season two, you'll continue to hear about how we can heal no matter what we go through, some tips and truths for self-improvement, and some little nuggets of wisdom for finding yourself on your path. I'll be hosting some mini-sodes, interviewing some awesome guests, and of course, some episodes with my occasional co-host, Martha. So let's go. After a messy departure from my high school sweetheart, who was a man, I had fallen hard for a girl. I was confused, happy, scared, and excited. Once the relationship became more serious, we did the lesbian U-Haul thing. And it was like entering the wild world of Disney in terms of magical new beginnings. I wanted to learn about all things lesbians. I bought every DVD of The L Word and was absolutely fascinated. I made friends that were lesbians and looked up to older lesbian couples who had been together for a long time. Don't tease me with a good old lesbian bonfire, a guitar, and an indigo girl sing-along. When I told my family, I was told it was just a phase. Or, it's okay, don't air your dirty laundry. In jest, I would reply, this is quite a long phase, and in all actuality, my laundry is clean. When I told some work friends whom I thought I could trust, I was told, oh, you're only gay within four walls, or it's just a rebound from your bad relationships with men. One person even told me I was too pretty to be gay. I laugh about that now and really have no idea what that means but it most certainly didn't hit with kindness. Folks teased me about being a lipstick lesbian and also asked me if I played softball. I did not. In fact, I often joked saying I needed a shirt that said not all of us play softball. Some old friends asked me if I had crushes on them in college or if I was interested in dating them when I was contemplating if I was indeed a lesbian or not. I often just replied, no. Being in a small town in the South, I often referred to partners as roommates, and I lived in a mindset of fear. I had been retaliated at work for taking my girlfriend to a wedding. I took the demotion and shut down. When I moved to a more progressive city, I remained quiet at work, and I felt really uncomfortable when people would want to hook me up with their son. You get the gist. I've worked in the medical field most of my career. A family member told me 
that I would meet the right man, a doctor in fact, and have a fascinatingly spotless, large, palatial home with two children, if I would just give it time. I replied, if I marry a doctor, their name will likely be Lisa. I even tamed going back to a heteronormative life because it was more socially accepted and honestly, easier and safer. After my dad passed away, I had to grow up very fast. I decided that the closet with the correct door that only let the people who were safe inside, that I was going to take the entire door off the hinges and live as my true self. This was hard. Coming out is not a one-time thing. You do it every day, in fact. I was guarding myself and slowly embracing life of being unhinged. Then I met Martha. One of the hundreds of things that I loved about Martha and still do is that she lived out of the closet. She was open and honest in her quiet way with herself and her family. She inspired me in so many ways. Gay marriage had became federally legal the month we started dating, and we were at a Michael Fronte concert that night. You could feel the love, celebration, and excitement in the air. It's one of my top 10 memories to this day. We lived as who we were, and I adopted the mindset of those who mind don't matter. I started to shed my everybody's beliefs, people's opinions, and simply lived my nice little life. Was it easy? No. Was it worth it? Yes. In today's climate, in regards to the LGBT plus community, I am proud. I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of my family. I have deep concerns for the future. And my hope is that we as a collective unify in a sense of community as who they are. Be mindful of who you hate because it may be someone that you love. If any of you listeners need support with coming out or want to take a deeper dive into who you are, head over to According to HPG on Instagram and send me a message. I will hold space for you. Being a part of a marginalized community can feel scary, isolating, and confusing. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as I share a bit of my story. If you want to hear more of the podcast, subscribe or follow to get notifications of new episodes. This takes about 30 seconds and it helps the podcast stay visible. And the goal here is to reach others in hopes that the content that I share might be helpful. I hope you have a good week and happy Pride Month, y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. Head over to Instagram and follow According to HPG to stay connected to the show. Go get your mammograms. Are you loving the podcast? 
give us a rating and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps the show stay visible to reach more listeners and help others.